Hi guys, what's up? My name is Sasha, and welcome back to episode 7 of Everything Couture Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about something super, super important, which I'm finally glad I'm going to get this rant off of my chest. This is going to be a very long episode, because every single thing that is going to be talked about in this episode is very important, and not only just for African Americans, but for all Americans, because this is something that goes untalked about, that they just brush under the rug, and it's getting ridiculous um, about at this point, and I'm fed up. It's not even that I'm fed up or that I'm mad or I'm pissed, but I just more want people, excuse me if you can hear that in the background, it's my parents. I just want people to understand the struggle that um, an African American, not even African American, a black person, okay, I'm black, I'm black, period, I'm 100% full black. Um, and I just want to talk about those struggles that we face daily because it, it is something that is, um, very important and it is something that I'm passionate about. So in today's episode, in today's episode, excuse that, um, I'm going to be talking about the struggles of being black in America. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. I know I usually do a daily life update, but these next couple episodes are going to be pre-recorded just so that I can focus on my daily um, life and school and stuff like that. And I just don't want to be stressed or thinking about my podcast and stuff. So I'm just going to have these uploaded and pre-recorded for you guys. So yeah, let's just go ahead and get into this episode because it is going to be a long one. So there's many struggles of being black in America. I mean, I have a whole page list. I literally filled up most of the page. So um, one thing that I just want to talk about before I get into the very first thing is this idea. I don't know what ignorant black folks came up with this idea that light skins are not black people or that they shouldn't be considered black, but that is the most ignorant thing that I've ever heard anyone say is that a light skin is not black. They, okay, they might not be fully black. They might, they're obviously mixed race. They're mixed with something else, but they are hundred percent black and they might not face the full black spectrum struggle because they're not hundred percent black, but they still do face equally or a similar amount of struggle um, than a black person. And I'm not trying to say that black um, people are the only people that face struggles in America. Immigrants face struggles in America. Mexicans face struggles in America. Chinese people face struggles in America. Um, All different races, all different people of color face these struggles um, in America. And I think, excuse me, and one thing that's really just not talked about is how racist America really is in a very, 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 very terrible past. Um, very terrible racist past that America has that they just decide to brush under the rug and act like it's not that important but it is important and I just want to let people know that the truth will come to light and it always will and the truth is finally coming to light in this episode um And my voice deserves to be heard not only as a black person, but as a woman, as a person of color. And this is just for all of black race. I, as an African-American, well, as it seems or as these people like to seem, is that um, we represent black people. We represent 
the black color and the black race and the way we talk and the way we walk and the way we act and all that stuff. And growing up, my parents used to tell me, you need to look presentable everywhere you go because you are black. And always just growing up, everything was because you're black, you're black, you're black, you're black, this and that, because you're black. Black people that, black people that. And it's just, oh, 15 years later, I'm so irritated over it. Like, I just feel like being black is just, it's a huge bargain to carry. And I'm not trying to sit here and complain or say that I'm not grateful to be black because I am. We have amazing melanin glow. Um, We don't get life. Black don't crack. We are beautiful. We are strong. And all people are beautiful and strong. But, you know, there's just certain features that black people have that are very prominent um, that other races don't have. But in the day and age that we are now with plastic surgery and filters and all that stuff, people are getting that black body and that black curve by, you know, plastic surgery and all that stuff. And people are, um, what's the word? They're perming their hair to have naturally curly hair because they want those prominent um, African-American features. And we're not getting our credit for that either. That's... That's something that I didn't even write down in my notes to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it because, you know, that's something else, you know, and these, I guess it's this new thing called black fishing where people are literally, it's literally like blackface, which is something else that people have no idea what blackface is, where people are putting on like 10 shades darker foundation just so they can have darker skin or they're spray tanning or they're tanning so that they can have a darker complexion. Like, people are seriously doing much to resemble black features. It's like, it's kind of funny because it's like, hmm, you want to look black, but you don't want to be black. You don't want to face the daily struggles that I've been facing every single day for the past 15 years of my life. You don't want to be disincluded from things just because you're black. You don't want, but you don't want to lose friends to be disincluded because you're black. When I remember this prominently, I was in elementary school. I was a little, little girl, maybe first, second grade. Um, But let me tell you something. The anger issues were already prominent, okay? And I had this best friend, best friend. You know what? If you're watching this, I'm going to say it. Fuck you, bitch. You're not my friend. Fuck you. You're a piece of S-H-I-T. Sorry to drop the F-bomb, but I'm going to do it because I'm angered. Um, And I remember her coming up to me one day and being like, Sasha, she said this. I kid you not. I don't want to be your friend because you're black. This dumb hoe couldn't even explain to me why she didn't want to be my friend because I was black. Like, come on now, you know? And that was the first time I really realized that being black really um, affected my life as a whole. And that really hurt me. And I moved on and I went to middle school with this girl and I went to elementary school with this girl and she used to beg me to want to talk to her she'd be like I'm sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and I'd be like bitch get your stupid ass on my face before I knock the shit out of you like literally like seriously because I was so angered and hurt because I faced a lot of racism in elementary school and um I have more stories of this kid calling me a nigga and thought I wasn't going to snitch his stupid ass out and I did and he wrote me an apology letter you know what I did I ripped it up like I didn't even read it And it's just, it's so sad because people are taught racism in their homes and in their daily life and they carry that on to the rest of their lives. And you are lying. You are ignorant if you say racism still doesn't exist because it does. It might not be as prominent. It might be illegal. There might be amendment acts that stops um, people from that. But there is an amendment called freedom of speech and racists tend to use it, okay? (sighs) Ugh, <clears throat> it's just terrible. 
the racism that I faced. And it's sad because I'm looking back on it 15 years and I'm so colorblind to it because I just faced racism my whole life. Like literally my entire life I faced racism to the point where I am colorblind to it. Like it's like I've just seen it so much that I'm not saying that I'm accepting it, but I'm just like I, I've almost normalized it in my head due to the fact that it's just it's everywhere. And I just feel like every day I'm constantly reminded that I'm black and at the point to where it's just getting irritated. I, I'm tired of it. You know, I'm tired of going to school every day and we learn about the same two damn uh, black activists, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. And shout out to them. They did pave a great movement for black excellence. But there are so many other activists that fought and possibly died. I don't know if these people are alive. I looked them up, but I didn't search up if they died. Um, that fought for this, um, for these black rights that fought, um, to be, you know, an activist and for black acceptance. Um, and those, those are some people such as Paul Robeson. Sorry if I'm butchering that. Percy Julian, John Lewis, and Medgar Evers. And those are just some of the couple of black people that really paved and made a movement and they just got no recognition I didn't even know who these people were until I had to search them up and take the time and that's something that people don't do nowadays they they don't search up their facts they just base it all off of of he said she said or oh I saw it on Twitter so it it must be true like you don't know if these people are educated you don't know if they went to college and got a a, a damn degree but you're just believe out ow, 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 excuse me, but you're just believing everything that they say, like, you know, you really don't know these people, and the sad thing is, well, not really, well, mm, more of last year, not so much this year, light skin privilege was a really, really, really big thing, it was really prominent, and at my school, it's really sad, especially last year, not so much this year, but it was like the black folks were so divided. The light skins were one area. The dark skins were in the other area. And it was just like we were divided. And it was just like we weren't even a whole. We didn't even come together to form an alliance, to form a group, to form something that mattered. You know, it is just so sad. And that's because society made it like that for us. They made it that way for us. Um you know, they made it to pin black people against one another. And it's it's so sad because we really need our brothers and our sisters out there. And I know a lot of this is not talked about, but it needs to be talked about. And um, another thing that is another huge struggle is, you know, just because we're black, they assume um, that we're going to steal, that we can't afford these luxury lifestyles, that we can't def- afford designer stuff. I have lots of designer stuff. I have a lot of money in my bank account. I live a nice life. I live in a nice suburban neighbor neighborhood. Uh, my parents drive nice cars. I have the greatest education I can get, especially because I live in California. You already know we have the top education over here. Um... And, you know, they just assume that we're going to steal. And so I've been followed around in stores. Um, You know, I've been asked to open up my bag to see what's in my bag. Just because, and I know it's because of my race. I'm not assuming. I know it is. Because I might look a certain way or I might hold myself a certain way. You know, and and it's just so sad. And I'm not going to lie and act like I didn't grow up in a, 
it's so cringy to say, like, an urban neighborhood. I didn't always grow up, well, I've always had a nice life, but, you know, I didn't always grow up in the best neighborhood. But eventually, my parents worked hard for it, and they got us to this beautiful neighborhood where we're at, where I'm sitting in my own room with my own bathroom, my own walk-in closet, flat-screen TV, MacBook Air, iPhone X, Beats headphones, which I'm recording this podcast on. Like, you know, I... My parents work hard so that we can have those nice, luxurious things. And it's just sad when people assume that I'm going to steal or that I'm going to take from them. Like, I don't want your leftovers. I don't want your leftovers. I'm better than that, okay? And, you know, racism is just, it's a persecution due to the skin of color. And I can say all black people, I don't care what you say, have faced persecution due to their skin color, due to the way they look, due to the way that they associate themselves, you know, how they act. And it's just, it's sad because I feel like in this day and age, all people see is black people are, oh, they're ghetto, they're dirty, they're this and they're that. And that was created from racism, and not racism, excuse me, well, yes, but as well as slavery and segregation, you know, those mindsets, and not only white people, but mostly white people had, and they set that mindset and that stereotype to live on and to haunt the black culture and the black race forever, I mean forever, and they just created that negative association with black people that will forever follow my brothers, my sisters, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles for the rest of our lives, you know, I've smiled at people and they just gawked at me and looked at me like as if, ugh, who are you, like, you know, and I've smiled at plenty of, you know, people that were white and of other races and they smiled back at me and, and they treated me no less and no different and really when, um, Whenever I'm out in public or I'm in a store and, you know, a really nice lady comes up to me and, you know, she's Caucasian or she's nice and she says, I love your hair. Or she starts a conversation, she talks to me. It it really does make my day and it really does make me smile because it makes me see that not all Caucasian people and not all white people are terrible, racist, bastard pieces of crap. You know, it really does make my day. Like, it, it really does make me smile. And it's not to mean a lot that I need their approval or anything, but, you know, it it makes my day, you know, definitely helps. Um, the next thing that's super important, I didn't even realize it until around, not around my life, but until I started hearing about it more. I already knew what it was before, but until I started hearing about it more and I just really started to really get it, that there is a huge misunderstanding and a misassociation in the Black Panther movement. A very, excuse me if you can hear me clicking on my pen, um, a very huge misunderstanding in the Black Panther movement. And um, if you don't know what the Black Panther movement is, it was a huge movement. I want to say during segregation. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it was a very, very huge movement that was created by black people to, you know, fight for our rights. And um, there's this huge misassociation that the Black Panthers are violent people. And that misassociation leads on till today. I mean, I'm reading a book in school and one of the main characters, uh, I forgot his name. I'm not really thinking about him. But um, one of the main characters, 
he talks about his really bad misassociation with the Black Panther movement and how he thought they were violent. And then I see it in movies and TV shows that they just misunderstood the whole Black Panther movement. Like they, like they don't understand it. And you know another thing that pisses me off when people randomly let's go Wakanda. Like, are you stupid? Are you are you dumb? Are you dumb? Like, that's not funny. I'm not laughing. And just to let you know, Wakanda is not a real place. If you didn't know, please don't try and search it up and ask if it's a real place because it's not. I'm letting you know right now, it's not a real place. Um, but yeah, and another thing that I just want to talk about is the ignorance of the usage of the N-word. It is very ignorant when other people um, think that they have the nigga pass and that that's okay and that they won't get slapped up because if you piss me off, I'm going to slap you. Like, I'm sorry to say it, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You piss me off. That is what's going to happen, you know? And it's just so sad that people are so ignorant and they think that they have the audacity to say the n-word and like it's okay and like it's susceptible and like i'm gonna go uh cool like oh you want to say n-word cool no like that's not okay i don't know whoever raised you but i know they didn't raise you to be that ignorant and that stupid and you know it's just it's just really annoying that people think it's just okay to say the n-word like if you want to say the n-word okay well then i'm gonna treat you like you're black I want to cheat you like you're black. Since you want to say the N-word, since you want to, since, excuse me, um, word vomit. Since you want to be black so bad, I'm going to treat you like you're black. Like, simply. Like, that's on that, you know? Excuse me. Well, I'm itching my head. Whew. All right. Sorry about that. But, yeah, there's just that huge misunderstanding in, um, the N-word. No, I don't give out free inward passes. That's ignorant. I'm not dumb. No. Now, the next thing that I'm going to talk about is the lack of social acceptance for transgender people and black LGBTQ members. There is a huge lack of social acceptance for it. And, you know, transgender women are being killed out in the streets due to this. Um, black women. And it's just totally sad. The people are losing their lives, you know, due to the way that they decide to dress themselves or associate themselves. And it's just sad. Nobody deserves to die. No black people deserve to die. Innocent black men um, due to a gun, due to a gun, excuse me. Well, yes, due to gun violence or police brutality, you know. That's another thing they, that they like to sweep under the rug and think that that's okay. And then they persecute it in the court, and then it will seem as, oh, oh, they were defending themselves. No, they weren't. You know damn well that was because of their race. You know damn well it was because they were scared. And what did you do? You did nothing. You didn't. Ooh, you didn't persecute. Not persecute, excuse me. You did not lock up those cops for killing those innocent black men that you knew did nothing wrong. Instead, you give them a slap on the wrist and they get put back into society. While riots are going on and more violence is happening. What are you guys doing? Damn near nothing. Nothing. <sighs> now. Moving on from that, the next struggle 
Now, this is a really big struggle, and I know a lot of people really, really, really don't talk about this, or don't even really don't know about this. Like, they're really uneducated about it. And I educated myself about this because it, it's just important to know. So, um, oh, just before I get started on this little topic, just want to say, um, fun fact about myself is I was born in the South. I was born in Georgia. So, yes, I'm a, I'm a little Southern girl. Um, I don't like collard greens. Don't come for me, guys. I don't like collard greens. They're, I don't like them. Not a lot of people like collard greens, but I know a lot of people like them, but they're super good. (laughs) So, sorry about that. Just saying. Um, so moving back, um, to what I was saying was, um, the no reckon, excuse me, brain fart, the non-recognition for black inventors. Like, very, very famous, um, not even famous, um, infamous, um, black inventors that just never got their, um, you know, thank you for creating these inventions that helped modernize and move the society into a much easier and much organized way. So I'm just going to talk about some of these famous black inventors that never got their thanks. And I'm going to give these people their thanks. I also don't know if these people are dead. Most likely they all are due to the time frame in which the inventions were made. Very first person was an ironing board created by Sarah Boney. Hope I'm not butchering that. In 1892. The next one is the home security system created by Mary Van Britton Brown in 1966. The third one is the is the three I put there what the heck excuse me while I fix this note is the three um light traffic created by Garrett Morgan in nineteen twenty three if you don't know what the three light traffic light is, it's practically you know when you're at an intersection stop and there's those three lights that are yellow, green, and red for stop go and slow down yeah. He created that. A very, very big invention which helped organize us. No credit. No credit. The last one is the automatic elevator door. Created, oh, I didn't get the person that created it, excuse me. But it was created in 1887. And it was just... These people never got the credit for these amazing inventions, which I can say I've used all of them every single day. I have a home security system. Well, I don't have a home security system, but my apartment has a security system. Three light traffic light. I use it when I drive sometimes. I don't drive a lot, but I drive a little bit. Well, automatic elevator door. I use elevators all the time. Shout out to her. Well, actually, I don't know who created it. Excuse me. Um, improved ironing board. I use that, like, every, every day when I have to iron my stuff, you know? And those people never got the recognition, you know? It just a lot of people were mis-ill-informed about it. And it's just, it's sad because these people really, really deserve the recognition. Now, the next, well, the next and the last final thing that I'm going to talk about. I'm pretty tired when I'm recording this. It's like... 6 p.m. I know it's early, but I've been recording episodes back to back to back to back to back to back to back. So, <laughs> yeah, just get these uploaded for you guys. So, the next thing, or the last thing that I'm talking about, is the lack of education in black hair. It's not funny how many black girls I've seen around my school walk around with their hair not combed 
or they just plop a wig on it. Their lace isn't melted. They don't lay their edges. I can see the bump in the back of their damn head. Their gods to be glued is gunky. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, drag them at all. Like, I'm just personally telling them. You know, and I'm just looking at them like, wow. Wow. Like, that's really messed up. You know, that you weren't educated on how to, you know, properly do your hair because that's really important you know because as a black woman well black girl not a woman yet developing into it transitioning into it um we all know that our hair is very very important to us um and that it it defines our look and how we look and you know we should be educated on our curls and how to take care of our curls and how to moisturize them and you know our parents shouldn't be perming our hair and flat ironing flat ironing it so we can look like the rest of the white girls like you know no and good thing my curls are so strong that they can't even stand a flat iron like I can flat iron them and it'll poof right back up because that's how strong my curls are thank you Jesus for them strong curls but um yeah super important it's just like not talked about it's just seen as uh you know and it we just really need to be educated about it so if you don't know a lot about your hair I recommend going on YouTube there are bunch i mean bunches of black youtubers that can teach you how to do your hair amazingly and beautifully so yeah um that's all i have for today's episode thank you guys so 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 much for watching it and i will see you guys later all right bye